0: This is Prashant, and I'll be your host for this section of the Mailman podcast called 321 with Mailman. To quickly talk about the format, the guest will be required to share three ideas or books they live by, two people they look up to, and one productivity trick they find super helpful in their everyday lives. For those of you who do not know about Mailman, Mailman is a Gmail plugin that delivers your emails in batches, at times pre-selected by you. Hence, minimizing distractions, facilitating deep work, and making inbox zero and everyday reality. You can start a free trial at mailmanhq.com. You can also find the link in the description below. Today, we have this Sakshi Shukla. Sakshi is a copywriter, content writer, brand strategist, and a public speaker. And who knows what she'll be by next year. She's also very active on Twitter, where she talks about startups, life skills, and mental health. If you're on Twitter, definitely make sure to check her out at the Sakshi Shukla. I'll put the link in the description below as well for easier access. Sakshi, we're so, actually, we are so glad, glad to have you here. I'd now like to have you say some opening words for our audience.
1: Hey, Prashant, and hey, everybody who's listening to this. So glad that I am here, 321 by Mailman. I think this is such a cool podcast, and I'm really excited to share you know, um, everything with you guys, and I'm, I hope that you know, I, you guys get some value out of it. Uh, a little bit about me. I come from a very small town, Allahabad, now called as Prayagraj from Uttar Pradesh. And um I'm a dreamer and a doer. I like to do the things that I dream about. And last year, uh, when the pandemic took over the world, and you know everything just shattered, i I don't know how serendipity, call it accident, whatever I just stumbled upon content writing and copywriting. And I just found a new aspect of social media. I was I was totally anti-social media, you know, but then I discovered this other side of it, which is so wholesome, which is, you know, so community-focused, so growth-focused, so uh, progress-focused. And I was just blown away by it and I was like I gotta be part of this you know and I hopped on that train and here I am you know today with you guys talking about you know the things that I've learned in my life and you know getting the chance getting the opportunity to share that with you all and I'm really grateful for that so I'm, I believe that you know effort can change the entire game once you start taking effort everything just you know falls into place it's really hard to believe in But once you start doing it, you know, you see it happening. And that's the whole magic about it, you know. And yeah, like really glad to be here, Prashant. Thank you for the lovely introduction.
0: It's completely our pleasure. And that's so true uh, that you said that. The amount of effort you put in, then you start seeing the results. And beyond that, it's just all rosy and it's amazing from there on, right? Thank you so much much for sharing that. Now let's jump straight, uh, straight to our format. Uh, So the number one question that I have for you today in this format is what are the three ideas or books that you live by?
1: Okay. So I think for this, uh, I'm going to share three books that I want everybody to read, like leave whatever you're doing and just go read these books, like go, go. Okay. So number one book is The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari. I think I read that book when I was in, it's by Robin Sharma. Everybody knows about him. He's a legend. He's the OG. I read this book when I was in class seventh. Uh, my father had gone to Delhi and he had uh, brought back this book, The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari. It was a, you know, it was an old book. It was a pre-used book. And I just devoured it. Like I read it through and through, you know. And I I think that's when my life changed. You know, people say, What's your life-changing moment? I think this book was my life-changing moment. The first lesson is about your mind being a garden. You know, it's, it's it's a beautiful concept. You know, when you realize that your mind is absolutely in your control, you know, you can sow seeds in it and you can get, you know, uh, the fruits later. It's it's brilliant. I think, I think that book, like I said, whatever you're doing, leave it. Just go read that book. Like, read it now. I'll be honest with you. I never read that book again. Like I think I read it in class seventh and I've not read it again because I never had it with me. I just, you know, kept giving it away to people. Hey, you know, you go read this. Hey, you know, you go read this. I, I gave it away because I wanted everybody to read it, you know. It's 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 eye-opening. I think what Robin Sharma has done, I don't think any writer can do that. You know, he's he's not just a writer. He's he's I, I wrote an email to him, which I, you know, never got a response back from. uh No regrets about that. But the fact that reading a book made me want to write an email when I was just in class 7th, you know, I created my Gmail account for that. Okay. You know, because I want, because at the end of the book, there was, you know, written mail us at, you know, and this and that. And I was like, I need to reach out to this person because I can feel the change happening inside me. And the book is... It's not a self-help book. You know, people, it's it's categorized as a self-help book, but it's it's not a self-help book. It's a book that I would call it as enlightenment. I think you know it's it's a moment of epiphany. You just step into a whole together, another realm. When you're reading that book, you know. And it's so simple to read, Prashant. Like, you'll not believe how simple that book is. It's so easy to consume. And the ideas are just like, oh, my God, why hadn't I thought of this before? Or, oh, my God, you know, it, life can be this way? So it's, it's all about, you know, taking control. And I'm not going to, you know, uh, I'm not going to give any spoilers. Just, guys, go read it. The second book is Tuesdays with Maury by Mitch Album. Tuesdays with Maury, I think I discovered it in discovered it in Robin Sharma's another book. Uh, it's called The 5am Club. In that, one of his chapters talk about this book, Tuesdays with Maury. And I was like, you know, if Robin Sharma is saying, I need to go check this out. And I bought that book. I was in class 10th at that time. And I bought that book. And oh my God. Oh my God. It's, it's fiction meets, meets nonfiction. It's, it's like, you know, it's like you're sitting on a beach. It's so calm. It's so peaceful. And the book is absolutely divine and gorgeous, you know? So this guy, this professor, whose name is Mori, is dying. Okay. And one of his students who he taught psychology, I think it was psychology only, um, Sorry, guys, if I'm you know not correct about this, don't you know cancel me later. Uh, he he, the students, you know, he uh, meets him. They meet by chance, and Maury tells him that you know I'm I'm you know diagnosed with this disease, and you know they they start meeting regularly on Tuesdays, you know, and Maury starts teaching the student about life. And he's not hes not a student anymore. Of course, he's a grown-up man who has a job and, you know, a life. But uh, the exchange that happens between them, the lessons that Maury shares with him, they're not just lessons, Prashant, you know. its I crave to have a teacher like Maury after that. You know, I thought that this is somebody every single person needs in their life. And I think the fact that it's a book and everybody can have Maury, I want everybody to have more. I did the same thing with this book again. You know, I never reread it because I gave it away so many times. I gifted it to people. I was like, dude, you're not going to buy this book on your own? Let me buy it for you. You know, I'm going to buy it for you. And I think the third book that I have not yet finished, okay, but I can swear by is Figuring by Maria Popova. I don't know how many of you know about, but there's this beautiful, beautiful blog known as brainpickings.org or .com. I found it totally by accident on Instagram, I think, three years ago. And every, every newsletter, every article that she writes, you know, I devour it. I consume it like anything. It's magical. It's absolutely magical. Why? She tells stories, you know, stories about people in the past she she merges poetry with science. And I am like a I am a science enthusiast. Okay. Like if I would be, I mean, I someday hope to, you know, get a physics degree or something like that. You know, I mean, I'm too bad at maths, but that's what I want, genuinely. And she merges, you know, she creates this beautiful um, I don't know what that word is for. I'll I'll, you know, make up a word for that someday and I'll tell you guys about it. But Maria has this art, you know, she she threads it all together so well, that life just starts to make sense in those words, you know. And I think most of my wisdom, most of my happy moments of the past three years are when I am reading her work, you know. And last year, uh, 2020, I gifted myself this book on my birthday, uh, Figuring by Maria Popova. And when you read the first page of that book, I cried. Like I cried okay. It's it's mind-numbing, it's mind-blowing. I I'm not I know I'm using too many adjectives, but just like go read it once, guys. You are gonna say these same adjectives to me, you know, when you when you read that book. It's it's a beautifully uh, written book which talks about different lives, you know, from scientists to astronomers to artists to creators to builders to writers, authors, teachers, you know, of the past. uh, And and she threads it all together. I came across Richard Feynman's story in that book. I came across Maria Maria Mitchell's story in that book. And it's just amazing, you know, when you get to learn about the lives of these people, how they lived through their darkest times, and yet what they created out of it, you know. Uh, that's the beauty of that book. And I've not finished it yet. The reason is that I, I can't read more than one page at a time, you know. Like, I read one page and then I put it down and I, then I just start thinking. And I go into just another world. And I think that kind of happiness and sadness and nostalgia, um, it's amazing. You know, it's it's uh, it's just a whole together another experience. So I think this is one book that, you know, I genuinely, genuinely want people to read. And I know you asked me to share just three ideas and you know or three books, but I'm gonna just share one more thing with everybody. Because I really want people to know about this idea. So I this this idea that I, you know, discovered two years ago when I was at a very bad stage of my life. I had lost a dream that I had dreamed and everything just fell apart. And it's very hard to pick yourself up, you know, when you When you've thought about just one thing and it's not happening anymore for you. So I created this idea in my head. It's of my own creation, which says, I'll dream a new dream. I can dream a new dream every single day, every month, every year, you know, and that kind of power, that kind of realization that, you know, you don't, you just don't have to stick to one thing. You know, you can dream a new dream. You can make something new happen again and you can work hard towards it and hope that it will happen. It's not necessary that it will, but the fact that you can dream again, that realization is important. So this is one more idea, you know, I think, which I've just one idea that I want you guys to, you know, know. And I think there's a reason Prashant said in my introduction uh, who knows what she'll be next year. This is the reason I say this, you know, because I'm constantly becoming, I'm not limiting myself to anything. So yeah, that's that's my answer.
0: Okay, so will first of all I'll tell you one thing that I've hosted more than 20 plus people on this uh, podcast, and no one has been this convincing or this pushy that go read my books. Uh, and that's just simply amazing. That you're so convinced and so, you know bullish on all these books that you share that you just want all of our audience to go and read and, I, and I'm sure that you're convincing will not go waste and they'll just go pick uh, some of these books and I hope they pick all of them actually and thank you for yeah. adding that bonus in that I'll have a new dream uh, I'll dream a new dream right that's so amazing yeah. actually that you don't have to give up you can always dream a game you can dream a new thing exactly if you can want, want a new yeah thing. So amazing and yeah. the, the first you. book, the first book that you shared, the monk who sold his Ferrari. That's actually the only book yeah. that I've read myself oh. from, from the three that you shared. And the monk who sold his Ferrari was again one of the first books that I read uh, myself as well. And that is what got me into reading for one thing, and another thing that wow. it got, that it got me on the right path in life. That it is exactly yeah. So it's amazing. So whenever someone asks me that, what what is I want to start reading. What is the book that I should read? I just yeah. tell them that this is the book that you should read. <laughs> and it is going to do exactly. a world of good, you know, and not just yeah. will it make you want to read more books? It will also set you on the right path and tell you the right thing. That, okay. This is how life has yeah. to be lived, right? I think uh, it gives you,
1: it gives you the ability to decide what is the right path for you. Exactly. I think that's the yeah. power of that book, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and it's so hard. It's not easy to decide what's exactly. the right thing to do. And so many people are lost. They don't know what's right. They're doing the wrong thing and they feel that, okay, this is life. They don't know that there is another yeah. path that they, can, that they can choose, which is the right yeah. path. So it's hard. It's not easy. And people get lost, uh, you know, occasionally. Yeah. And, this, and this is also the only book that I have reread. So this. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I think I need to reread it again. I think I need to reread it, you know?
0: Yeah. So yeah. I, I've, I've read it twice actually. Uh, in a uh, I read it once when I was in school. Then after two years, again, I read it. And yeah. it, it just had the same impact. And it, it didn't feel like rereading. You know, people feel yeah. like they should not reread because they've already read it. But once you yeah. get to rereading, you realize that you it, everything is new to you again. That it, exactly. Exactly. Again, differently. It doesn't feel like you yeah. know this already. You know, you. I again took notes when I reread it, actually. So that's the power, of that's the beauty of it. And uh, the other two books that you shared, I haven't personally read them, but I'm sure they are just as good. Tuesdays with mori and Figuring by Maria Popo and, and another point that you shared in between that, uh, I, I just read one page and put it down, and I feel that this is a, this is an idea that needs to be popularized more. That the best books are yeah. the books that. Are read slow and not fast because everyone yeah. is everyone is obsessed exactly. with reading fast. Everyone is obsessed with reading fast. And I want to read more books, uh, but it's not really about that. That uh, yeah. if you I, just yeah go ahead.
1: I'll tell you this. So um, I have this idea that there are two kinds of reading. There is passive reading and there is active reading. Passive reading is when you're focused on finishing the book, you know. And active reading is when you're focused on enjoying the book and. The best part about active reading is that you need to put down that book and let it sink in. People think, okay, yeah, you know, I'm just turning the pages. So somehow I'm enjoying the book or somehow, you know, I'm learning more, but you need to put down the book so that you can actually let it sink in. You know, your mind needs to process it, you know, to just uh, consume it well.
0: Absolutely. That that's so true, and if you will need to get away from this idea of okay, I've read this book, now I'm reading this book, and now I'm reading this book. I completed this book in one yeah. week, and things like that. That doesn't really help because you just read it. You know, you didn't, you know, you know, you didn't absorb the things that were in there, the treasure of it, right? And it takes time to absorb those things. So exactly. slow reading is good reading. Okay, so. That's for my first question. Now, coming on to my next question for you Who are the two people that you look up to most and why?
1: Okay. So, I'm not going to say two people. The reason is because there are no two people that I look up to. Who do I look up to? I look up to every single person who's building something. I look up to every single person who's trying, despite the fact that the odds are not in their favor, you know, who's waking up every day. And saying, hey, you know, I'm going to try again today. Hey, I'm going to, you know, uh, help people today. These are the people that inspire me. And I'm very, very grateful that I'm surrounded by these people, Prashant. You know, people who are trying every day. People who are trying to do good in their own little way, you know. They they don't want to create 100 exchange or they don't want to create, you know, uh, they don't want to build an empire or they don't want to, you know, make some massive, you know, earth shattering change in the world. They're doing it 0.0001% every day. And now combine that 0.0001%, however many zeros I said, and multiply it by, I think I know more than. I know more than, I think, 5,000 people like that, you know, more than that, I think. Multiply that, you get an amazing number, you know. You get an amazing number. That's just 1% change every day in the world, you know. It's, it's, It's amazing how much change happens when so many good people come together to just do their tiny part. And I think that is what inspires me, you know i have tons of names in my head tons of writers tons of creators builders and these are the people that inspire me i go i check out their profiles i have conversations with them on twitter on my whatsapp on my linkedin you know uh, i reach out to them very openly i converse with them on comment section and stuff like that and it just inspires me you know because every day i'm interacting with these people and a part of their energy somehow I absorb it, you know, in these interactions. And that is just what truly inspires me. These stories inspire me, you know. Uh, People who were struggling a month ago are now doing better because they're making an effort. People who were struggling yesterday are trying today, you know. And some people are struggling right now, but they're trying to help somebody else. This goodness inspires me. This kindness inspires me. This empathy and compassion inspires me. And this is, the, this is the genuine message that I want to put out in the world. You don't have to create some earth-shattering change in the world for you to be remembered or for your life to hold value. You just have to create that one tiny change that you can in a day, in a month, in a year, you know. And I think that is the entire purpose of life, you know. There is no ladder to climb up to. We're all here on this same flat place together. I'm not proposing that the earth is flat. Get my metaphor, guys. Yeah. I'm, we're all here on this, you know, planet together. And we're in this together and I want us to be together, you know, hold hands and walk together instead of, you know, trying to climb up some ladder, some, you know, useless uh, measure of success or something like that. You know, we, we can be successful together. And that is what inspires me. You know, people who believe in this, people who openly propagate this and who try to spread some sort of goodness in the world. That's what inspires me. And I think, Because I'm talking about this. I think the second thing that inspires me the most is football. It will not make sense to be honest, because it doesn't make sense to me sometimes. Uh, Why am I inspired by football? I'm I'm a, I'm a Lionel Messi fan since I was very young. I think uh, everything I am, I somehow owe it to football, you know, because it, it filled me with a lot of confidence when I was very young and, I just enjoyed the game so much. And you know what? The biggest lesson I learned from football was the why I'm so inspired by it constantly. Uh, I'm mean, so inspired by it. You know, every time I feel down, I just, you know, open up my laptop and I just watch a football video, you know, highlights or something like that. And it instantly pumps me up somehow. I don't know why. Okay. I'm not saying this will work for anybody, but just try it once. You know, sports have this has this capability to tell us that enjoying the game is very important. You know, being in the game, being in that moment is very important. Of course, there is winning and there's loss and everybody's playing to win and blah, blah, blah. You know, all of that is there. But I think what I've learned from football is, what I've learned from Lionel Messi is, he always says this, I love this game. You know, he doesn't say I love winning. He says I love this game. And that has stuck to me. So I think I think if, if there was one person that I would want to meet, or one person in whose arms I would want to die, it would be him. Like I know that's not happening. Uh, I want to meet him. I definitely will someday. But I think, yeah, that's uh, that's what that those are the two things that inspire me the most.
0: Okay. Those are two amazing and very powerful messages that you shared uh, as a part of that answer uh the first one being that we can succeed together and this is not zero salmon not one has to win and not one has to lose we can all win together that idea is so exactly. powerful right and the other idea that you shared uh i feel to sum it up it would be that sports has this power to take you out of your daily stresses and get you pumped up about something and you know it just consumes you so much completely that you are into the game you're enjoying the game and that motivates you because it almost feels like like for you it's football for me it's cricket so when i'm watching yeah. for when i'm watching cricket i'm into the game i'm well, it almost feels like i'm playing in there right yeah. and, I, and i make noises as if I'm there in the game and my family's like, why are you shouting? And same. Oh my yeah. God.
1: I've been scolded so many times. It's yeah. 3 a.m. in the night. I'm shouting, oh my God, you missed it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that definitely happens. So sports is definitely one thing that can, you know, pump you up and motivate you to do amazing things. And it's also so gigantic and so many people are watching. It feels, you know, amazing. You know, I can't just describe it yeah. in words. So yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you for that amazing answer. Now, coming on to my last question for you today, that is that what's the number one productivity trick that you find really helpful?
1: Okay. So I think um, uh, it's it's not a hack or anything that I'm going to share. A lot of people share their hacks or tricks that they've developed over time. Uh, I think what gets me productive and what I would want other people to ponder upon is that I once read, I don't know, it was a tweet or something. I don't know. I once read that you can't beat someone who's having fun. You know, you can't beat someone who's enjoying the game. And I think that's the biggest productivity thing that I've discovered till now. When I'm enjoying my work, I am beyond productive. You know, like my productivity shoots up. And this is something that I want everybody to think about. You know, if you're not happy with what you're doing, no matter how many hacks you develop, okay, you're not going to be productive. You will not. Like, it's very true. You won't be. So if you want to be productive, enjoy the work that you're doing. And that productivity will come from within, you know. Another thing that I have realized about productivity is that we tend to compare our productive selves, you know, like, oh, A is this much productive? Why am I not this much productive? The thing is, the thing about productivity is it's different for everybody. You know, Prashant can be 100% productive productive every day. So can be just 50% productive. And and look how I said this. I I put you on a higher scale by saying 100%. And I put myself on a lower scale by saying 50%. And this is how we talk. But that needs to change, you know. My 50% is my 100%. Are you getting that? your hundred percent is your hundred percent we need to accept this and realize this that productivity the level of productivity for every single person is different and that is that realization is important because you stop comparing yourself and the day you stop comparing yourself you're happy with your own uh you know workflow your own progress so i think number one thing enjoy the work that you do number two don't compare your productivity with anybody else. Okay, this person can write six blogs in a day and I can write just one. Why? You're writing one good blog. They're writing six good blogs. It's fine. They're a whole together another person. They they have a whole, uh, you know, another set of skill set. They've worked hard for it. They have different work processes. So I just don't see it, you know, why people compare. And I think, if I had to share something that I have built over time is time blocking, you know. Uh this is like a bonus point, guys. Uh, I know Prashant, Tha just one. I think I'm I'm on third now. But time blocking is powerful. You know, I'm a content writer and I work with you know different companies and people. So I need to shift very quickly. I need my mindset mindset to shift very quickly. So time blocking helps me a lot. Like I just fix you know certain hours and minutes of my day that okay in this particular time this is what i'm doing and not do anything else and if i'm not doing this i'll just sit so i think time blocking is another method that you know people you guys can try you should try um hope it works for you all yeah
0: yeah so those are three really good insights that you shared on productivity the first one being that you can't really compete with someone who is having fun. So focus on having fun and productivity will take care of itself. And that's so true. Yep. That if you enjoy what you're doing, you will not have to apply any productivity hacks or anything of like of that sort. You will be automatically productive. If you're enjoying it, it's all fun. Uh, the next one that you shared is that if we should not compare our productivity levels with some other people, with other people. And that is something that is a mistake that I do myself. I often compare my productivity levels. I see people doing so many different things. And then I compare myself that, why can't I do so many things? And why can't I do so many things so well? And I do, I mean, these comparisons all the time and try to keep pushing myself to do more. Uh, but yeah, that point that you mentioned really helped in understanding that it's, it's fine that everyone is different and everyone is having their own battles in life. Everyone has a different life and that can be a result of why everyone is able to produce different amounts of work and different quality of work. So we need to understand these differences and not compare our productivity levels. And that is the way to go. And the last one that I shared is time blocking. Uh, It is one of my favorite uh, productivity tricks as well. I basically block my own calendar for even the tasks that I have to do that, okay, in these particular hours, I'll be doing this. And even my meetings are blocked on my calendar, obviously, because they are shared in calendars. But yeah, time blocking is again something, a very good productivity hack uh, for professionals. Uh, at least because you can manage your meetings and your tasks, everything in there. And you just know what you have to do with your time at all points of time. You know, you don't have to think all the time that what should I do next? Yeah. So yeah. that's a really good thing. So thank you so much for your answer on this one. Again, a good one. And thank you so much for going overboard on all the <laughs> questions. Uh, it was all very valuable and we will take it all. Very, uh, really, very happy that you shared all the things that you shared. Uh, and lastly, uh, as we go for the wrap uh, for this podcast episode, the very amazing episode that we just recorded, I would like to ask you that what would be the best way for our audience to reach you and follow your journey?
1: Yeah. So I think um, to everybody who's listening, to this reach out to me on Twitter. My handle is the Sakshi Shukla, and you can also reach out to me on LinkedIn. Again, over there also is the Sakshi Shukla. You can reach out to me on Instagram. Over there also it's the Instagram is my private account. Uh, I like to own. I think I'm gonna, you know, own this domain, the something like that. So just reach out to me, guys. You can also uh, email me. It's uh at gmail.com. And yeah, I I answer on all the places. So yeah, I try to. I try my best to. And I would love to hear from you all, you know, whatever are your thoughts, what are your thoughts on this episode? What are your thoughts on the books that I shared? If you read them, please, again, let me be bullish. Go read those books. Like, please, like, just do it, you know? Yeah.
0: Okay. Thank you so much for all those plugs. I'll make sure to put all those links in the show notes below so that everyone can easily click those links and go and message you there. And uh, and I recommend you to go and buy that domain as well because that's the main one and you have procured it on all social platforms, basically. Yeah. So you can get the domain as well. Thank you so much for doing this with us. I hope you enjoyed.
1: Yeah, Prashant, I'm very glad that I did this. I mean, it was so much fun and I'm just hoping people, you know, take away something from this. And it's, it's been amazing to talk to you and converse with you. And thanks to Mailman, uh, it's an amazing product. Like it's a super cool product. I think, you know, I need it in my life. I genuinely need it. And guys, if you get emails, if you get tons of emails, I think you also need it, you know? So just like, it's, it's a super cool product. And thank you for, you know, having me for inviting me and what you guys are doing is really good.
0: Thank you so much. It's our pleasure completely. Thank you. Bye-bye.